Welcome to Life Planning 101, brought to you by Kennedy Financial Services in Eastland, Texas. Tune in every week as we share important information to help you and your family live life on purpose. Insurance, investments, legacy and tax planning, and much more. All covered now on Life Planning 101. Good morning and welcome into Life Planning 101. My name is Angela Robinson with Kennedy Financial Services here in the great town of Eastland, Texas. And so glad to have everyone joining in this morning. You know, our goal every week is just to really bring things that everybody needs to be talking about. And um, while I say everybody needs to be talking about, you know, successful families definitely need to be talking about. And today is no exception because we're going to be talking about estate planning, kind of. Because really, estate planning can be just a set of documents and be there just to, you know, tidy up things. And maybe that set of documents works for your family. Maybe that set of documents doesn't work for your family. Estate planning is also associated with how do I uh, pass money on to my heirs? And how do I not pay taxes? And really, we're not going to be talking about any of that. Um, We're going to be talking about what I believe estate planning should be known as, and that is family disaster planning. (laughs) You may get a chuckle out of that, but um, if you get a chuckle about it, you, you know what I'm talking about. So, you know, money does weird things to people, and it always ends up being at the wrong time. I was actually at a um, forum just this last week and listening to a gentleman that is very successful uh, in the life insurance business. And the reason he's in the life insurance business is all because of his mom and dad and their family um, disaster planning or, or lack thereof in some sense because him and his brother had a brawl basically <laughs> a physical brawl when mom and dad passed away uh, trying to figure out things. And, you know, we always talk about having good Christmases and Thanksgivings after you're gone. And really, that's what your estate plan should really be about. Yes, the money, the hard-earned, every dollar, blood, sweat, and tears that you put into those dollars and passing those on are important. But if you don't take care of the family disaster plan before you take care of the money, then you're getting it all backwards and the money's not going to matter because the money's going to probably go as unintended or if it goes intended, then it just tore apart the family. And I have to ask, you got to put it on the scales, which is more important, the family or the family money? Hmm. So estate planning, also known as family disaster planning. I'm going to give you a little bonus So this lady was headed to the cemetery um, for a funeral and she sees a man over there and he's weeping over this grave and he's saying, why did you die? Why did you die? And so she went over and and to console him, she just couldn't, she felt like she she needed to put her hand on his back and said, you know, are are you okay? Um, You know, how did, how did you know this man? And you know, he says, well, I didn't know him. And she says, well, well, why are you crying then? And he said, well, it was my wife's first husband. So (laughs) cardinal sin, cardinal sin, this is your bonus tip for the day. Never, ever, ever put your second wife and your kids in each other's 
reach when it comes to your money. But that is, again, we're not here to talk about that. We're here to talk about family disaster planning, and you're not going to want to miss any of this when we come back on Life Planning 101. So, families, mom, dad, matriarch, patriarch, I got something for you. Did you know that you have great power over the destiny of your family? Truth be told, you have an opportunity to save your family or destroy it. Boom! Yeah, I'm aware. I'm aware that hit you right between the eyes. Um, in fact, I, I really was hoping it would. I was hoping it would because maybe I could get your attention on how important this is. You know, the reality is mo- most of us, when it comes to our estate planning, we make so many excuses, all the excuses in the world on why not to do our estate plan right now. Um, we procrastinate the tar out of it. Or maybe maybe we don't. Maybe we just throw darts at attorney and say, oh, I got my documents. I don't need anything else. I got it all in place. I got it all done. Or I paid thousands and thousands of dollars on on documents. And I bet you, I bet you probably really don't even know how all that's set up or what's supposed to be happening um, when that happens. But neither of those situations, not doing it or just doing the docs, is a family disaster plan. We know that almost all families have an elephant that lives with them. This elephant is in every room in which there's a family gathering. (laughs) And elephants live a long time. I actually learned that this last weekend. They live as long as humans do. So they can outlive you. They often outlive you. And so if you're just waiting until you die to have peace, maybe that's not the best legacy you want to leave is to leave the elephant behind. Take the elephant to heaven with you, right? So even if you think you control that elephant now, and I think a lot of people do, I think a lot of um, mothers and mothers and fathers are being moms and dads or being mothers and fathers, and they think they can just control the elephant. They think they can keep it under wraps. But I got a question. What happens when you're dead? What happens to that elephant? I'll never forget sitting by my brother. We were at the back of a room. Um, Dad used to do all these uh, seminars through the colleges and he'd go in, it was like a four-night deal on, on how to retire successfully and, and stay retired successfully. And um, we were sitting at the back of the room, and, and one of them, and um, both of us, and he stated, and he always states this, he, but he stated, all of, our, all of us have dysfunctional children. And of course, he paused. He gets a kick out of himself, right, knowing we're in the back of the room. And, and you can imagine the entire room turns it gaze and looks at the two of us, right? So, but then he continues. He says, all of us have dysfunctional children. It's just a matter of how dysfunctional and in what ways each one is. In fact, we all have dysfunctions. And yes, we can laugh at that story, but these sentences are very powerful because if you really stop to think about it, it kind of gives us permission, doesn't it? Gives us permission to say, oh, I am normal. <laughs> Our family is normal. I think they make signs about this. But, you know, that, that, that is, it is truth. 
There is always dysfunctions in a family, and it's just a matter in what way and how. Um, I was visiting with a couple just this week. Um, Both of their kids are financially savvy, uh, not worried about them and inheriting anything, but one of their children, um, their spouse is not well and could probably end up needing um, some type of long-term health care. And if so, uh, they don't have any kind of insurances or backup plan to pay for that. So had this child just inherited that wealth right out, guess what happens is, is that's all subject to spin down before they could get any kind of government benefits. And so, you know, we, we look at that and we say, oh, never thought of things in, in that light. And that's... That's the things that we need to bring to light because if we are not telling ourselves the truth, whether it be that or whether it be a kid that is dysfunctional with money, maybe it's a kid that's having a hard time with drugs, maybe your children just don't speak, whatever those stories are, the truth will set you free. Well, that's biblical, but yes, Progress can only begin when that truth lens is in full focus, not partial focus. And so I think by this statement, you know, all of us have dysfunctions in our family. Really, really use that as permission to be honest with yourself. It's too easy to sugarcoat reality, simply ignore it. (laughs) But the secret is, Everyone's the same, just the same in different ways. So it doesn't go away when you sugarcoat it or ignore it. In fact, that's where more stories are made. I mean, if you want to end up on Life Planning 101 as a story, just continue to ignore it. <laughs> or, or you know, maybe you're just thinking at the end of the day, I'll transfer that responsibility to the next generation and they can take care of it, Right. And, and I think some people kind of hit a wall and they say, well, how do I do that? They just throw their hands up because they, they think that they can't do anything. And you can't be responsible for your grown children's actions. And you are 100% right. You can't. You can't be responsible for your grown children's actions. But it's also true that you probably know what those actions will be. Or could be. So bingo, that's where the progress begins. When we come back on Life Planning 101, I'm going to give you some tidbits. I'm going to give you a place to start for your family disaster plan in lieu of a estate plan. You don't want to miss it. Welcome back to Life Planning 101. My name is Angela Kennedy Robinson. And if you're not signed up for our newsletters, I highly recommend you do it. We actually coin those newsletters ourselves. Um, usually it's a spinoff from what the podcast is and has very good information. And uh, usually like, like a next step action tool to help you get on your way of whatever motivated you um, to get your life working in the way of a living life on purpose rather than by default. Uh, You can find all of that at www.kennedy-financial.com. Again, www.kennedy-financial.com. Sign up for that newsletter. Join our podcast full-time. Go to our learning center. Thousands and thousands of good pieces of information, articles, 
um, tools, calculators. It's, it's just amazing. So, uh, you don't want to miss that, but we are not talking about life planning one-on-one today. We are talking about you. We are talking about your family's success after you're gone. The question is, do you want to have good Christmases and Thanksgivings after you leave this earth? And it reminds me of old Joe. He told his, um, spouse that was from a second marriage and his kids that here's what I want done. I'm going to give a million dollars to each of you. And then I want you to put 2 million in my grave. And if you don't put the 2 million in my grave, none of you are going to get it, uh, your, your million dollars. So here's the day, the funeral and, uh, the wife at the end of it, she, she bends down and she puts a nice little box and in the grave per what was the wishes of the will and after the, the service was over, a good friend of hers came up to her. She's like, I, ca- I cannot, I cannot believe you did that. I cannot believe that you actually put that money in that grave. Um, and she goes, well, you know, it's whether or not he actually cashes the check. Da, 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 right. But, <laughs> um, don't we all wish we could, we could, uh, have just a good time when it comes to estate planning. <laughs> it's just not, it's not the reality because sometimes we got to go through those elephants in the room and we got to get them out on the table and we got to look at them with a clear lens to start with the progress or, that needs to be made. And, you know, I think when we ignore things like that, ignoring those elephants in the room, ignoring those dysfunctions that are in the family, it's kind of like ignoring weeds in your garden. It's going to eventually get out of control. And yeah, you can't control your children. We talked about that in the last segment. You shouldn't control your children. However, if you do it right, your estate plan can be your garden keeper. It can actually aid and embed um, what you really want to transfer. I don't know, you know, many, many moons ago, we actually had a gentleman by the name of Frank Mullins on the show, and he gave us um, this little pie chart of the things that, that he calls it the capital that we get to transfer. And it was things like your intellectual capital, your wisdom, your faith, your family stories, the, the values that you have, and of course, you know, your money. And if you were to, the, the question is, is if you were to have to not transfer any one of those things, which one would it be? And I'm going to bet that it's the money. I, in fact, I haven't seen anybody that it's not the money because your where I think we get estate planning so, so wrong is that we focus on the money. We focus on who gets what, how, and when, and where, right? Um, and we don't focus on the transfer of those family stories. In fact, this, this is a proven effect that I, and I, I wish I, I should have pulled this up, um, but you actually have uh, your, your family's generational wealth will continue on better if they know the family story. This is true. There's three components to it. Uh, that was one. I, I think the other was like financial literacy is another uh, another one. And oh, and this is it. And and to have a family vision. Wow. How much time have we spend on that? Your stories, values, wisdom, intellectual capital, and not least of all, your faith. Newsflash: Money won't save your family. It won't. 
seen it time and time again, wealth transferred from one generation to the next, no family disaster planning in place. And guess what? Family doesn't talk. Money won't save your family. Now, it can help. Don't get me wrong. You know, one brother's in the business, the other brother's not in the business. How do you uh, make things fair, but doesn't mean always equal? Equal doesn't always mean fair. How, how, do, you, how do you do all that, right? So money can, can, can certainly help in those situations, but not without everything else. If you remember, I shared a story uh, not long ago about a lady that um, her father had passed. And it was her and her brother. And she was a very successful, she, she'd been on Wall Street for many, many years, um, had done very, very well. Her brother basically never got out of the basement, if you know what I mean. And so her dad, he, w- he was, uh, you know, successful. He, he had a few million dollars to leave behind him. He left it all in a trust for the son. No letter, no conversation, no nothing to the daughter. He loved his daughter very, very, very much. He was very proud of his daughter. He knew she would never need a dime. But what did that tell her when he did that? What action? What did that action actually do? Money won't save your family. Love will. Now, it may end up being hard love. In fact, I I think we need to write a book on how to say no. That's hard to do, but it's love nonetheless, right? Love doesn't always have to be hard love. Love can be built around something else. And this question is simple. Do you want your family to carry on with the good Thanksgivings that that you have? Maybe it's the good Christmases, whatever it is, that family togetherness. Do you want it to be better when you leave this place? Or do you want to make it worse? Because I will again go back to that punchline I gave you as we started out today. You have the opportunity to save your family or destroy it. Now, a lot of people say to me, well, they can, they can just handle it. They, they pass it on to the next generation. I want to ask you something. Did you get a letter from your child saying, I want to be born? You probably didn't. I, I'm gonna bet you didn't. <laughs> but but we think that you know it's their responsibility. When in reality, our wealth, our legacy is our responsibility. It's not theirs. It's not theirs at all. Now, if you know that there's dysfunctions and you know what those actions could be or would be, there's ways to deal with that. But you got to get them out on the table and you got to start with that. So if you want success, I'm going to give you some advice. Here's where we're going to start. We're going to start with your heart. I want you to start with what they call an ethical will. You could actually Google it. What's most important to you in life? Write it out. And then what's most important about that? And if it doesn't get deep enough, keep asking yourself, what's most important about that? What's most important about that? And don't stop until it really represents who you are. What are those momentous moments in your life that made you who you are? Write about them. You might not be a writer, but journaling is a good thing. This journaling is, is your journey. And yeah, it can end up being your ethical will. It could be end up some, being something you pass on, but it, it might not be. It might not be anything you ever share. 
And that's okay too. The reality is that you know what you want. And then last question is, what do you really want to pass on as your legacy? Your legacy, not your money, your legacy. What do you really want to pass to the next generation? So once we have some clarity around those things, then we can create a plan to determine how, how to do it. And then, and only then, do we begin the implementation. Everything falls in place when you start with the family disaster plan and you end with the estate plan. Don't forget it. My name is Angela Kennedy Robinson with Life Planning 101 in Kennedy Financial Services here in the great town of Eastland, Texas. Uh, thank you for joining every single week. I, I you know, it's, it's truly a blessing to be a blessing and uh, we hope this valuable content, we'd love to hear back from our listeners. Uh, give us feedback, give us topics you want us to talk about. Uh, you obviously go on our website and contact us and, and let us know www.kennedy-financial.com. God bless everyone. Have a great week and don't miss next week on Life Planning 101. Thank you for joining us for Life Planning 101, brought to you by Kennedy Financial Services. If you have questions, you can email them to lifeplanning at kennedy-financial.com. Don't forget to learn how our sister company can assist you with all of your tax, bookkeeping, and consulting needs. You can find out more at briscoeandassociates.com. Be sure to tune in next week for more Life Planning 101. The opinions expressed herein are those of the firm and are subject to change without notice. The opinions referenced are as of the date of publication and are subject to change due to changes in the market or economic conditions and may not necessarily come to pass. Any opinions, projections, or forward-looking statements expressed herein are solely those of the author, may differ from the views or opinions expressed by other areas of the firm, and are only for general informational purposes as of the date indicated. Securities offered through Calton & Associates Incorporated, a registered investment advisor, member FINRA SIPC, investment advisory services offered through Smart Money Group LLC, Kennedy Financial Services, and Smart Money Group LLC are separate entities and are not owned or controlled by Calton & Associates Incorporated.